Happy Monday and welcome to another episode of the Equestrian Performance Mindset Podcast. I am Jocelyn Liliano, I'm an event writer and mindset coach and of course also your host for this podcast. And I am absolutely thrilled that you decided to tune in today because together we are going to make sure that you start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your riding. Happy Monday, as every single Monday, myself and Lorna also today, we're here to make sure that you get off to a great start of this week. If you're new to the podcast and our community, then make sure you give the show a follow so that you don't miss out on any of our future episodes. And myself and Lorna, we have a really, really exciting offer for you guys. We have decided because it's Christmas or Christmas coming up soon, we want to give all of you guys the opportunity to join in in our different programs a little bit cheaper than we usually would have. This is our gift to the end of this year. And we're going to do this week per week. So each week we're going to have a different offer that you can take advantage of. In the first week being this week, we're starting off a little bit early here to make sure that we have four different weeks so we can give four different offers throughout December. So starting today, you will be able to get 20% off of all our courses. And if you don't don't know what those courses are you can go to the website you will find all the links to this down in the show notes so this week we're going to give all of you 20% off on our courses next week is going to be very exciting then we're going to go on and give you 20% off all our one-on-one coaching sessions so either with me or with Lorna you're going to be able to get 20% off in week three you get to join our group coaching programs with 20% off that the PEP program the positive equestrian performance programs and as very last for all of you that don't know what to give your friends and family for Christmas we will give you 20% off gift cards can obviously be a gift for yourself as well. I leave that up for you to decide. If you feel like, oh, I need to give myself a gift for Christmas as well, you can buy yourself a gift card at 20% off. What I would say, guys, is first of all, happy Monday. And second of all, if when Justin's talked there about the gift cards and buying yourself a Christmas present, I think it's probably one of the coolest Christmas presents that you can either buy yourself or maybe your parents could buy you or your husband or partner. Um, we all spend such a lot of money at Christmas I think buying other people gifts it's it's nice to you know it's nice to give people things but actually it's pretty cool to be able to give yourself something and I think an investment in yourself is probably one of the coolest presents that um, any of us would like to receive. I absolutely love that and I think we couldn't have had a better bridge into what we're going to talk about today. Today we are going to answer one of the questions we've got on Instagram as has become our new habit of every other week on the podcast and the question that we're going to answer today is I don't have enough money to move on as much as I would like in the equestrian world. Well it's not really a question it's more of a statement but I think there's a lot of us who have felt like this it is a very exclusive sport and I have certainly felt like this many times in my my own endeavors in the equestrian world. And I've heard many, many people say those exact same words. It's like, I just don't have enough money. It's not possible for me. So Lorna, what would you, what would you say about this one? I think a really um, cool quote or a statement that sticks in my head is whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. Mm-hmm. And that literally every single person that we talk to, if it's, well, this is a limiting belief, obviously, whether you think, you know, you have enough money, whether you think you're good enough, whether you think your horse is good enough, all those kind of things are all just limiting beliefs. So I'd say, yes, I completely agree with you. You know, it is an elite sport. It is an expensive sport. But for me, it comes down to the same thing. If you want something badly enough, you can absolutely make it happen. 
A hundred percent. And and I always remember that one saying I heard from Rod Dial once. There's a million ways to make a million dollars, but you got to first believe that you can. And so often we put ourselves into those just buckets being like, I am someone that, and this comes out to money mindset, right? And that's a completely different conversation. But so often we put ourselves into a bucket and this usually has to do with how we brought up, how much money our parents had or what we used to seeing. We put ourselves in a bucket. It's like, this is pretty much the amount of money that I'm going to be able to make in my life. And if you never think you can become a millionaire, you're never going to become a millionaire. You first need to put yourself, like take yourself out of that bucket and move yourself into, well, not really just removing the buckets, I would say. You need to just understand that there are no buckets and it's up to you what you create. It's up to you how much like money or what the number is going to be on your paycheck. It's up to you. But you gotta, like you said, Lorna, you gotta start with removing that limiting belief and start to see yourself having just as many chances as becoming a millionaire as Bill Gates would think that he has the the odds of becoming a millionaire. There is a way, of course there's a way. And yes, we all go through challenging times and maybe you don't have so much money and you know if you're into eventing like we are, it is an expensive sport. But I think first of all, you have like you say, you have to believe you can you can do this. First of all, believe it, then figure out the ways how you can make the extra cash to be able to do what you want to do. And then take action on it the same as we always do find ways so if you need money for more events you know can you can you do extra work like do you have a skill that you can put out there how are you going to make more money because it is possible but first of all like you say you have to believe that it is possible mm-hmm. and then secondly for me think about the things you spend your money on like we always say oh you know I'm a bit skint or I don't have enough money or whatever like do you go out partying with your friends and I'm not saying don't go out partying but you know one yes has to be defended by a thousand no's so if you want to go eventing and you know here in the UK it's like a hundred quid an entry which obviously is you know fairly expensive and then you have your diesel and your start fee and all that kind of stuff but you know potentially that event might cost you 200 pounds but have you gone on a night out with your friends and spent 200 quid have you spent 200 quid on a new pair of breeches a new hat like obviously a hat has to be safe but do you need the sparkliest shiniest new hat have you spent six grand on a saddle like when you really start to question your choices it's easy to say i don't have enough money but what are you spending your money on a hundred percent i mean it's obviously simple math here it's like it's what comes in on one direction and it was goes out on the other direction you know mm-hmm. and if you want more to be stuck there in the middle with the money that you actually got yeah you gotta change those two parameters you can always change up the amount of money that you're earning and you could obviously turn down the amount of money that you're spending or you can change what you're spending it on right um and i, I love what you mentioned there is like taking action on it before we move into move on to too much to like what you're spending on it, because that's a huge topic what you're spending your money on but like before we move on to that like just wanted to pause like a little bit longer it's like with how much money you're earning because I can guarantee you there's so many people sitting there out there they're saying I don't have enough money I don't have enough money I don't have enough money like I wonder if you were to add up all the times that you have said I don't have enough money if you were to add up all that time that you've spent thinking about not having enough money complaining about that you don't have enough money, comparing yourself to people that have more money. If you were to take all the time and energy you spent on that and you would have actually put it into figuring out how you can earn more money and taking action on those things, you would have had a shitload of more money in your bank account already. So yeah, I think it's it's really, really important and rather than thinking about this and talking about this and complaining about this and comparing yourself, use your time wisely to make more money. 
And it's all about being creative enough with how you can actually make that happen. Um, so yeah, start with your belief, figure out ways to do it and take action on it, right? But then, yes, like you, what you said after that, like, what do you spend your money on? The only other bit I'd like to add in there is when you're on about your beliefs and your thoughts. Yeah. And we've talked about this before, but, you know, you have between 50 and 70,000 thoughts a day, 80% are negative, 80% are repetitive. So if you keep telling yourself, I don't have enough money, I can't do this, everybody else is out competing, you know, I'm stuck at home, my life is shit, all those kind of things that lead you into that downward spiral. Of course, it's your reality. Like you've told yourself it. Like it's your thoughts, so then they're your beliefs. So if you don't, if you don't change your thoughts, which is exactly what you said, then of course that's going to be your belief, and then that becomes your reality. You're stuck at home and you don't have enough money to do the things that you want to do. Yeah, I love what you mentioned there, and I love that you you you, you reined it back there a little bit. And and let's make sure that we we cover all bases there. And and the thoughts and their beliefs is obviously you know anyone listening to this podcast they know the importance of that in everything, right? So rewiring those beliefs and thoughts and going out and taking action as well and proving to yourself that you actually can like i remember the first time i managed to make money out of doing something in in more from an entrepreneur perspective like it wasn't like someone had given me a paycheck which is obviously what i did for a big part of my life and i you know i had a job and yes okay i earned money but the first time i made money by in my own company as an entrepreneur i made that just switched something in my head where i realized oh I made that money by myself. That is possible. Wow. Like, and I think so many people haven't made that switch where you can actually, where you realize that, oh, I can make money. Like not only from going to university and getting a paycheck, like I can make actually money out of nothing. Like I can, well, obviously not nothing, but there was nothing. And I educated myself and I took action and I learned about all those things. And I've started to make money on my own, on my own engine, if that makes sense. Yeah. And again, I think that comes down to your belief. Like, first of all, you know, you need to, you don't need to be confident to take action. You have to take action to become confident. So when it comes to, you know, making money, and I think, you know, where I started from and, you know, you've given me all these amazing opportunities, you have to take action. You don't have to wait to be confident. And then you have to put in the goddamn work. Like you have to, if you want something badly enough, and, you know, you and I are very much singing from the same sheet, put in the work and it will work out. Like get the negative belief out of your head. If you want something and you put in the work and you work hard and you're passionate about it, you can make anything happen, mm-hmm. anything happen. And then once you start to see results, like these will change your life. You are then able to do the things you want to do. You know, you are able to enter the competitions. You have enough money in your bank. You see that you can make money, all those kind of things. But you have to want it and just, you know, believe in or dreaming that, it's going to turn up or, you know, things like the secret, you put it out there and suddenly all this money is going to end up in your bank again. It's not, you can put it out there, but if you have to work hard for it and you have to want it enough. The law of attraction doesn't work without action. It's exactly. a crucial part. Of exactly it. that. Put it out there. It's like, it's like your goals. This is off topic, but you know, you put your goals out there, your dreams, that's not enough without the work to actually get there. You can't just imagine one day you're going to wake up and, you know, suddenly you're going to have a million quid in your bank. Like that is not reality. Yes, you can put it out there and, you know, you can put it out into the universe. And do, but you yeah, have to because work. Because that's part you, of it. But you, you have, have to work have for to it. Work. So you have to work. You know, unless you wake up one day and you've won the lottery and all that cash is in your bank. Well, do you know what? Jackpot, good for you. But for the rest of us, you have to work your ass off to get it. Yeah. And you need to believe that you can do it. And and I think that's what's so cool about, you know, your belief, because a lot of people, they start to listen to this podcast. I think 
in order to become more confident and believe in themselves in their writing. But those inner skills that you develop through doing that, they also help you to make more money because then you start to believing in yourself and your mm -hmm. own self-worth and you realize that you may be doing a job that is actually not paying you enough, that you're actually worthy of more in that particular company. Or maybe you realize that actually I am you know, I'm I'm more capable than this particular job. I could go on and do something more than that. Or you you get to the point where you realize I, I'm I'm good enough to start my own company. Like it's all self belief, and unless you have that, or at least you you dare to be scared in the beginning and take the steps, even when you're scared, yeah, that number is not going to change. But it all starts with believing that you can do it, and or believe that you can figure it out as you go along that you you have the capabilities to figure it out as you go along and quite often I think it's like anything you have to you have to throw yourself in there you have to be a bit scared you know you're you're not going to feel you're not going to feel confident at anything at the beginning but unless you take that first step and actually start doing something like you can talk yourself out of it you can come up with every reason why you, you know you shouldn't do it you're yeah. going to make a fool of yourself all that kind of stuff whatever it is but sometimes if you want something badly enough in your life, you just have to throw yourself in there. And I remember reading something, you know, you cannot, this is not directly related to money, but you cannot reach second base while you've still got your your foot on first base. Like that's yeah. not going to happen. So sometimes you just have to trust yourself, which we all know is not the easiest thing. Take your foot off, jump and burn that bridge behind you. Do you know what? Just go for it. Like you have one life. I had this conversation with somebody the other day. You hold the pen. You write your own story. So if you're waiting for somebody else to write your story or waiting for somebody else to give you the money that gets you where you want to go, you're essentially wasting your life. You're wasting every single day, every single week, every single month. If you want it, you can make it happen. Yeah, that is I like believe that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like you're one foot. But you can't do it while your one foot is still stuck on that first base because it's going to hold you back and you, you, know, hold you back. Yeah. and I remember doing a pep talk about this actually our group coaching and it was about um reaching your goals with a limiting belief and I use this quite often but you imagine climbing a mountain you've got a rucksack on your back and it's full of concrete like you can take one step forward or maybe even two steps forward but you're always going to fall you know back down again because the weight of it on your back is so heavy and you can't ditch it take the concrete out of your rucksack your limiting belief ditch it and you'll be at the top of that mountain before you know it. I love that this how it turned into a conversation about limiting beliefs. <laughs> but here's the thing. It's not so strange because that's where everything starts, right? It's, it, it shows up in everything. How much money you're making, how much progress you're making in your writing, everything everything so. and I think as well it doesn't you know we're talking and maybe it makes out that you have to be skilled and have a good job and do whatever but if you want the money to do something regardless of what you do say you do horses you know part-time whatever you do there's always some little job that you can do extra on the side to earn that extra cash mm -hmm. if you want something badly enough but sometimes it means letting go of your ego you know, like, so what? Do a job that doesn't, you know, require you to have a whole load of A-levels or have been to uni or whatever. If you want the money to go eventing or show jumping or whatever you want to do, I keep using eventing because it's obviously probably one of the most expensive sports to do. Drop your ego, let go of it and go and do whatever it takes to earn some extra cash. Yeah, and I think we're all, well, not maybe all, but a lot of people have been in a stage in their life where they just hit us all there you go and just get the oh. job done, right? Mm -hmm. I I don't think many people know this, but there was a time where I was not a mindset coach, right? I was I was counting chewing gum packages in supermarkets. Like I was doing the most shit jobs 
just to be yeah. able to have my horse and pay off those yeah. things and you know I, there it's not to say that that's going to be forever right but mm. if it gets uh, you to where you want to go if it gets your first foot on the ladder do you know if it gets you enough money to get your name out there to get noticed whatever it is if you want it badly enough you will do whatever it takes mm-hmm. and maybe that's the first step right towards mm-hmm. you know educating yourself in something else i mean there, there's there's always different stepping stones um yeah cool have we covered the the money in the in the category <laughs> yeah i think so i think we, there's all, so we've got some ideas of how to get some money and obviously there's a, a million more but i think it's the main thing to take for the main thing for me to take away from that is first of all you have to believe that you are capable of making enough money to support your goals and dreams exactly and then take action okay so moving then on to the to the second bit of this like money out of the like out of your bank account and i think the first thing here is also about beliefs really but it's for a long time like i told myself i don't have enough money to support it i don't have enough money to support this i I can't you know be successful in this sport because i don't have enough money and that had been really become part of who i was so even when i started earning more money that still the story was still stuck in my head and it took me a long time to realize that actually oh hold on a second you're making more money all the time and actually there's comes a point where you realize oh I do have enough money but because my story was I don't have enough money I don't have enough money I also fulfilled that story or how do you say like I I made that my reality so even when I started earning more money I started spending more money on things that weren't necessarily going to get me further in the sport. But it wasn't because I didn't have the money. It was because I started spending a shitload of money on things that wasn't necessary just to fulfill that belief in my head of like, see, I don't have enough. And even when I started earning enough and I was like, oh, well, I spent it on this and I spent, oh, see, I don't have enough. Well, actually, it was not the problem that I didn't have enough. It was that I had not adjusted my my paradigm to believe that I had enough so you know yeah, so that I think yeah, yeah there's there is the whole thing of having enough and then obviously you get enough money and um you have enough money not just to survive but I guess to to buy the things that you need and to support yourself and your horse and do your entries and all that kind of stuff but then there is the slippery slope of, of when you realize okay I have more than enough or I have enough to support myself and then you start buying random shit for want of a better word that you don't really need or you think you need like you need the best saddle pads you need new jumping boots you need new pads you need a new saddle even a new bridle like you know suddenly I've got all this money so I want the nicest kit and of course it's nice to have nice things but you know if you can save that money essentially and use it to pay all your entries and things then you're you're always going to have that kind of comfort pot around you knowing that you know that is your money for next season to do all your entries or you know whatever you want to do with it Hmm. It's it's about really you know spending your know, what's what's are the essential what are the mm-hmm. things that you really 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 need and I know I asked a girl this in in you know when we did the the, the mental game intensive we were talking about this and she she was telling me she they didn't have enough money to do certain trainings uh, and so on and we started talking about this and first when I asked her I said do you really not like is there no unnecessary spendings that you have that you could like use towards your 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 training system and she said no no. And, you know, she didn't lie to me. She was, there was just her belief of like, she actually, no, I just don't have enough. And I kept on like going at her. It's like, it's like, I gotta be something. And I told her, so what you're telling me is if I followed you around for a week straight, there would not be 
one unnecessary spending, nothing. And she's like, <laughs> she just became silent. And then she went, oh, no, shit. Like, I do spend quite a lot of money on coffee. Like, I was like, well, there you go. What if you were to just stop buying coffee out? Like, and if you actually were to just, like, add all those things up, you could conclude that you would be able to afford her lessons. And I mean, this is just a one silly example. And obviously you can take this in, in bigger sizes as well. But I haven't met one person up until this day that doesn't have one single unnecessary expense. Absolutely. And I think if you can get into a way of, maybe this is a different topic, but, um, you know, like planning, like planning your weekly meals, like doing an online shop, like all that kind of stuff. So, and that's one thing, like hand on heart, if I'm being honest, like we're guilty of sometimes. You go into our local supermarket and you'll spend like 40 or 50 quid just buying stuff for your tea, like, but stuff that you don't even need. And then, well, do you know what? The next night we've still got nothing for dinner. So away we go to the supermarket again. So you spent a hundred quid. Well, there's your, probably your lessons in your entry for that week. You know, there's, there's always ways to save money if you start, you know, if you start looking at it. And like you say, there, we all, we all spend money on stuff that probably is not essential. And I'm not saying that you can't, you know, buy nice things or go and have a treat or have a coffee or have your lunch or whatever, but question your choices like are you doing this more often than is just a treat you know once or or twice a week maybe yeah and it's also like recognize that all those small things add up right mm -hmm. it's so easy to say i cannot afford to go out and and you know ride that international show that's just too much money because that happens to be i'm just saying something 500 euros that you need to pay today and that's like your brain goes like whoa 500 euros today like that's way too much but if you were to add up all those things that you go be going out for dinner for example that's costed you like 50 euros yeah. every single time like that's eight dinners like if you would have just like skipped all those eight dinners the last i don't know year that's your 500 quid right there like it's it's so easy to spend the small amounts or your coffee every single day for that matter well, how many days have we got in a year like if you spend two euros on coffee every single day that's your entry right there like it's it's so easy to just spend nickels right and then you go like oh shit but i don't have enough money for the big stuff but it's the big stuff that is actually the things that really matters so, you know, I always say to people when it comes to this, just to create an awareness, because also everything starts with creating an awareness before, you know, you can't change or you won't be motivated enough to change. So everything starts with awareness and to create an awareness exactly where your money goes to. And I know that every, like people are going to hear this now and they're going to be like, oh, my God, that sounds like so much work. Yeah, it is a lot of work. But sit down and track your freaking spendings. Every single euro or pound that's leaving your bank account. Have an Excel sheet and write it down or have something on your phone where it's easy to just write it down. And I know that this is this is a challenge like this takes time. But if that means that you're going to be able to do your international shows next year, isn't that worth it? Yeah, absolutely. Like one million percent. And it comes down to that thing. Yes, the, it is working, tracking your spending and cutting back and all that kind of stuff. But like if you want something badly enough, then. Of course, you're going to put the work into figuring out where you can. And there is always ways, always ways that you can save some money. Mm -hmm. Always. Yeah. Put another jumper on. Turn your heating on an hour later in the evening. Do you know, there's there is always that's there's silly, always something. There's, there's always, always something. something you can do. Do you know, I remember when we were little and we used to say, oh, it's cold in the house. And and I guess that's where this comes from now. Like my or my mom especially would always say, well, put a jumper on. I'm cold. We'll put a jumper on well do you know what there you go you're going to save some money instantly because you're not you know using your oil or whatever it is that you need to heat your house so there's always ways even if it's a small amount there's always ways to save money 
yeah indeed so i think it's just about you know stopping for me it's really about stopping to telling yourself this excuse and i'm speaking from experience here because i've done this my entire life right and it really just becomes an excuse of like i don't have enough money but i think as we can conclude after all the things that we've talked about here it's not about how much money you have in the the bank account like it's 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 just an excuse it's something that you're telling yourself it's like because if you tell yourself i don't have enough money it's like oh it's game over but actually it isn't it's like oh, i i i don't have enough money so i don't even need to skip that dinner and you know to be able to go to my training stand because i don't have enough money anyway like it's just an excuse and everyone is using that excuse as well like here's the thing i've seen people in all kind of classes of society using that excuse like i've seen people who are like really have a hard time getting by you know pay for their 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 food all those kind of stuff i've seen people doing that as using that excuse but i've also seen people at the toppest level who have like three top horses they tell me the same things like it's it's just an excuse it doesn't matter that amount of money that you have in your bank account it's it's not what it's about it's about that thought pattern in your head and the story that you tell yourself. And it doesn't matter how big that number becomes, unless you change a story in your head, nothing is going to change. And you're going to keep on telling yourself you don't have enough money. And you're going to keep on using that as an excuse to not do the things that are actually going to get you there. Yeah. And I think exactly that. And that excuse, as it comes down to it, most things, is fear. You know, you can you can be at the top of your game. You can be riding Grand Prix dressage. You can be riding five star an event and you can be doing whatever. And you can still keep telling yourself the same limit and belief that you do not have as much money as everybody else to get you to where you want to go. And like you say, it's an awareness. So if you're aware to start with, you're making an excuse. Why are you making this excuse? And the reason that most of us make excuses is because we're scared. There is some sort of fear there. So although this started off with money and we've got into limiting beliefs and now we're into fear, it is all connected all of it maybe that brings it together a little bit better but the whole the whole chain of events is connected a hundred percent a hundred percent and you know what sometimes you need to and i think this is again it's funny we started off this and we were saying are we going to have enough things to say about money to fill an episode (laughs) turns out we have more than enough sometimes you need to spend a little bit of money to make a little bit more money it's something that we don't like doing we don't like to invest in ourselves but here's the thing as we can conclude as of today it's like when you change the inner belief system it doesn't only change your writing it's it changes the number in your bank account it changes how you feel about yourself it changes about like it changes your relationships it changes how great you are in your work job whatever you're doing which certainly is going to give you more money at the end of the day a lot of the time so it's an investment in like so many different stages but then a lot of the time instead of investing in ourselves and our personal development what do we invest in new riding pants <laughs> it's like it's like the investment is the same but new riding pants that's not going to get you any further you know investing in yourself and your belief system and your confidence, that's not going to help, like not only going to help in your writing, it's going to help in your professional life. It's going to help in your personal life. It's going to help your bank account, like everything. And still we're sitting there, we're hesitating whether, you know, should we spend that money on personal development, mental coaching, or should we spend it on getting a new saddle? Yeah, I just think there's a that saying that is all the gear and no idea. So basically people kit themselves out with the snazziest jackets, you know, the best breeches, boots, whatever you want to have, new saddle, bridle, whatever. But you've still got all this going on in your mind. So you've spent thousands investing in all this really cool kit. 
and still you have the same doubt, fear, lack of confidence, limiting beliefs, you can't perform under pressure, whatever it is. And the most mental thing that I think is you will spend six thousand. I'm just using that number, six grand on a saddle, but you will not invest in yourself. Yes, the saddle might fit your horse and look really snazzy and maybe help you sit a bit better, but it's not going to sort out the shit that's going on in your own head. It's not going to get you out of your own head. You might feel good sat in your new saddle, mm. but how is that going to get you from jumping 110 to 120 or getting in that team or riding that Grand Prix? How is that investment in that gear going to help you get out of your own head and perform at your best? Yeah, and I mean, yeah, and I think it's you know it's it's about and it's not to say that people shouldn't invest in sales because like let's be honest like sometimes that is the problem you know sometimes that is the problem you know you don't have a saddle that fits you or your horse or whatever sometimes that is the problem yeah your horse might be stopping and you might not be jumping those one twenties because the saddle is shit that could Hmm. be so we're absolutely not saying like don't invest in saddles but I think it's it's getting to the core of what the problem is and a lot of the time. The biggest problem is not the saddle. The biggest problem is what's going on inside of your head. And and what you were talking about as well is like sometimes I think people try to fix something internal by investing in external things. So it's mm-hmm. like you don't feel good enough. So what are you going to go out and do? You're going to invest in a really expensive show jacket and a really expensive helmet and a really expensive saddle pad because that at least you look professional. Yeah, but honey bun, that's not going to make you feel any more like a professional rider on the inside. And sorry, now I'm getting a little bit frank here. But I get passionate about this because I've been down this route myself. It's like, well, at least I look professional. Yeah, but that is not making you feel any bit more as a professional. Trust me, that is the wrong part. Like it's 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 the wrong part of the puzzle to start I with. Think, I think the biggest thing that comes to mind when you're talking about that is in the moment, in the warm up. I don't know, you've got all the gear and like you say, you you feel like you're a professional. You feel like you're, you know, in with everybody else, that whole comparison thing. Oh, well, they've got really cool stuff. So, so have I. When you go into the ring and just use show jumping for an example, and you've had not that this matters because it's not about results, but you've had a stop or you've had four down or something's happened. You can't ride in your rhythm or you've got inside your own head or whatever's happened. When you come out, the shiny jacket is not going to help you with your own thoughts shiny jacket is not going to give you a good night's sleep wake up the next day feeling amazing about yourself wake up the next day seeing the progress that you've made it's not going to help you with any of those things Mm -hmm. and this is not about selling ourselves this is about the process that both you and I have been through so it's Mm -hmm. easy for us to talk about if we're being completely frank and honest Mm -hmm. none of those things help you with the after help you with the next day help you with the next week no, and it's it's a very short-term solution. It's like, yeah, I think absolutely when you have that new fancy show jacket, it might make you feel, like you say, like in the, in the very moment you put that on for the first time, yeah, hell yeah. It might feel like the top of the world is like, check me out. Absolutely. But then it just takes one refusal for you to realize that that did not fix the, that did not fix the problem. And then you're still sat there and you've spent the money. So you feel bad <laughs> about that. And then you still have the refusals and then you still feel bad about that. Yeah. It starts on the inside. You can't fix something internal by investing in something. Yourself. And I think actually when you're talking about that, something that we talk about has just sprung to my mind is, you know, everything starts with the, within. There's no point in looking outside of yourself to exactly. find, you know, to find the answer. So the answer is not any of these external things or material things that 
you know, yes, it's nice to have nice things, but those nice things you appreciate so much more when you are riding at the top of your game, when you have sorted out your own mental performance, when you know that you can go in and mistakes happen and you learn from them and you've still got your shiny jacket on and you still hang that jacket up at the end of that day and you smile and you love that jacket and you can appreciate the journey that you're on. And you know what? You actually start to love yourself for who you are. Yeah, absolutely. And what that's brings to mind, remember me when you say that, we can probably go on forever here, but it's like, you know, I think when you really won at the mental game, like if you really sorted that out, it's like then you can go into a warm up anywhere in the world to the fanciest arenas in the world with an old saddle and with an old jacket and with an old helmet. Because here's the thing, you don't even care because you know deep inside that you are good enough and you love yourself so much that you don't even notice that you're wearing an old jacket because you have come to realize that that's not what it's about you can you only get triggered by things that that you know to be true right so if you know deep inside that you are good enough to be there you can't be triggered by the fact you're not even going to see the fact that other people have other stuff or compare your things for that matter so yeah pretty cool the new stuff is a cover-up Exactly that. It's a band-aid. It's a band-aid. Yeah. And a lot of the things that we spend money on are actually band-aids. A very short time. Yeah. Like really anything that we buy, it's a short, it's like it's a short time burst. It makes us feel good in the moment. You know, you get that package in the mail, you open it, you feel really good, but then it doesn't take that long for it to wear off. Like literally the moment you've opened that box or you put it on your horse and it's like it starts to wear it and it only gets less and less and less and less and less and less. Exactly the same as success, though. This is a different episode. But do you know what? If, you, if you're if you always looking to attain something to be successful, it's never, you, yes, you're going to get there, but it's not going to last. Like, you're never going to feel that. Whereas if you take back control of it and you feel successful every single day, then it's in your hands. Like, you get to choose. You get to decide. It doesn't wait on something happening for you to feel like you've actually achieved something or that you're worthy or that you're any good. Mm-hmm. 100%. All right. Should we make an attempt at summarizing this? <laughs> this went in a completely different direction than we any of us two had imagined, I think. But uh, we are sure that there's something in there for everyone, as always. Um, to summarize this, we first talked about the money that's coming in and how a lot of the time the reason why you're not earning more money than you can or and a lot of the time, the reason that you're not earning more money than you actually are today is because of your belief system. And it's because you're feeding yourself excuses. And it's because you're not actually sitting down and figuring out how to make money and how to take action on it. Um, the second thing we went on to talk about is obviously the money that you're spending. And a lot of the time we have more than enough money. What even if what even is enough money? Like sit down and think about what, what do you actually need? What are the actual essentials? And a lot of the time, when you really scale this back, you realize that you do have enough for the essentials, for the things that you really, really need to make those small steps forward right now, right? And then you can work on it as you go along, obviously. And then the last thing we we sort of spontaneously went into is your investments and how, depending on whether you choose to invest in external things or internal things, that is what's really making the whole difference. That all those things really doesn't re- matter at all. Uh, what matters is what's going on on the inside. 
no, I think that sums up very well. <laughs> right. Well, with that being said, don't forget about our advanced calendar. So for all of you those who do feel like maybe no one feels like after listening to this episode, they're like, oh shit, I'm just going to stop to say that I don't have enough money because they realize that that is actually all bullshit. But for those of you who feel like you really wanted to join in on one of our offers, one of our programs, but there just was not quite enough. Know that now throughout December, we're going to give you 20% off all our different things that we're doing. And it's going to be in different weeks. So this week it's going to be our courses that you can start to get 20% off. You can find the link to where to purchase those in the show notes. And as always, we're going to challenge you to start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your writing. 